Hey, I'm Dennis from This Side of Anarchy, and welcome to Band to Band, my show where I let you in on my getting to know other independent bands that I support on social media and that support me in return. And we get to know each other a little better by answering five questions each. Please hit the subscribe button if you're on YouTube or listening on podcasts so you can keep up to date and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the new episode of uh, Band to Band. I'm here with Chris of My Latest Failure. And see, I believe I looked, you are the guitar player and vocalist. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, you play, yeah, guitar. And uh, what made you pick up the guitar? And we'll do that first. What was your first inspiration of, hey, I want to pick up the guitar? It was late on. I was about 16 when I first originally picked up the guitar. So before that, weren't interested in it whatsoever. But sort of like punk rock started becoming big on the scene. Do you know what I mean? You had your Green Day, your Blink-182, Offspring. They're all becoming a bit mainstream. And then, yeah, I was just like, yeah, I want a piece of that. So, yeah, just sort of um, got a guitar for Christmas. It was just some, like, cheapy, I mm-hmm. don't know. It was, like, terrible sounding, but I think it's up in the loft somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, just from there, I just, uh, yeah, just self-taught myself just the power chords. And then the way I went, West was history, really. Yeah. So, uh I'm guessing with my latest failure, the name of the band, that you've had more other bands. <laughs> <This is, laughs> it's a good name. I really like it. It's like, oh, they like the name of it and whatnot. Um, but yeah, now pretty much it's all come about for that same reason. Do you know what I mean? Been on those bands that like never go nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as you get in the stride, someone pulls out and completely messes it up. So yeah, been there. <laughs> yeah, that's it exactly. I mean, everyone that's been in the band's been there at some point, you know. So I was yeah. just like, oh, sod it, you know. This is this is my latest failure, and it just kind of stuck from there. Really, more than anything else. But yeah, everyone seems to love the name. That's like the one thing everyone always like picks up on. So at oh, least yeah. that's a bonus. I chose a good name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, all right, uh, tell me about the rest of the band. So, well, it is, we're a three-piece. Um, so, me and the bassist, who's, who's named Andy, um, we originally like formed the band back in August 2017. Um, so, what it was is we tried, like, um, reuniting as, like, an old band um, that we were in called Under Dead Stars. But it didn't quite work out, so we were just like, oh, sod it, we'll just start a new thing. And then... Presto, that's where my latest failure came from. And then for ages, we were sort of looking for a drummer. And then um, the drummer finally came like a year later. So um, our drummer's name's Jamie. And um, he, he joined the band in September 2018. So you can imagine it was like a full year of just like looking for a drummer and just yeah. no, no one wanted to join, really. Hence yeah. why we're a free piece. We thought we'd just stop there. We've got the basics. We'll go for it. Right, kind of thing. and then we just never look back, really. Yeah, I mean, kind of same thing happened with a few of my other bands. That just we couldn't find a singer. We had our original singer, then we had a second singer, then we just couldn't find the singer. So then we just ended up saying we were a five piece, and then and then uh, we just said shit. We'll just do it ourselves. So we just 
about whoever could like sing whatever song. We just kind of you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, that's it, hundred percent. I'd never done, I'd never played guitar and did vocals before until this band. Yeah, it was either just vocals or just guitar, and it was just right. that thing. It's like when it was just me and our, um, Andy, our bassist. It was like, all right, we want to do something. What can we do? You can't, and we're just like, oh, sod it, we'll just go for it. Right. And that, that's, it's just been like that's just how we went. We just learned with it, really. Yeah. So we just started off with like the basic chords with some vocals over it, and then as we progress, it just starts getting a bit more. We just start putting more layers, but yeah, like at the moment, I couldn't see bringing anyone else into the band now. It's just like we're a free piece. This is how we're sort of staying now. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Now you can ask me your next, your first question. So, what inspired you to do um, this side of anarchy? Well, um, like I guess. This is kind of the hard part because other bands want to know about me, but then, but then it's like I'll be saying the same thing every week. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> you know yeah, what I, I mean? Like, oh, how do you start? Well, I said that like the last three episodes. <laughs> okay. That, that's the only drawback of this kind of format that I can I see. But basically, um, I was I was in a band called Society Gone Mad for like ten or eleven years ish, and then you know same thing happened. We broke up and just the scene died and just got sick of one too many trips to parties or clubs and then it gets gets shut down and then you're like we went all this way and then you just after 11 years for me it was kind of 20 because i was in other bands before around the country and it's just man just work work and practice and play and go to shows for like 20 years it's just like Man, just like around '99, my second son was born too, and I just, I just got burnt out. So I kind of stopped for a while, and started wanting to play the piano and mess around and stuff. And then, I don't know, just slowly, as I started writing again after I took a two or three year break, it's just the punk just started coming back. It's just, uh, you know, I wrote some classical songs and some yeah. other rock songs and this this stuff, experimenting with all kinds of genres and, and I don't know, just the punk and society getting so fucked up again. It's just, it's, it's it like, just draws a little, just draws the flame up a bit, it's, doesn't it's, it? It's like people just like freaking wake up already. <laughs> <laughs> like, can't you freaking wake up? What the hell's going on? You know. So it just society just getting worse, and I just had just this disappointment, and you know, express my disappointment, and hopefully help people get through the idiocy. That's that's what's that's what drove me basically, and yeah. still drives me. Just I don't know. This is some days. It's just you just hear something on the radio, on the news, on the or something, and just you're like, man, that's. And then you just gotta you get a lyric, and you're like, "All right, there's an idea, you know." And then you, I gotta write it down on my OneNote, and like come back and have a riff, and say, "All right, that works." And you just kind of piece it all together. Yeah. But yeah, I know that feeling. You know, it's, that just, feeling. it's just, it's uh, just right now. I'm just doing it myself, and and uh, just a, a legend in my own bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's well cool, man. Well cool that you do it all yourself as well. 
to be honest. Um, to be fair, like if, if I tried even doing drums, I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> be like, didn't, didn't, didn't about yeah, it. Really. I, 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 I have, like I've said before, I can't play one lick of drums. I, I it's just, I'm totally uncoordinated, but, but. I'm obviously I've gotten compliments from many people that my programming of my drums is awesome. So I think I do a pretty good job. It's I I, I mean it took me a few years. I go I got down the nice kit I want and the and the and how I program the yeah program the MIDI and then no I, w- I wouldn't I'm, even notice you program that to be honest. I just pres- yeah. already presumed you got it. I mean you got the full set. Can imagine it's just all around the room. Yet do a bit of this onto this bit. <laughs> yeah, it's just I can hear it in my head, but I couldn't sit at a set and play it. That's all. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it in the hell ahead, and I know boom, boom, boom. It's you know. Yeah, I'm, no, I mean, I'm, I'm exactly the same. Uh, one session we decided to swap instruments for uh, like ten minutes and that, and it was, it was great fun because like where I'm sitting at the drums, haven't got a clue what I'm doing, you know. The drum was doing the same with the guitar, and it's just like it was just hilarious. Just those sort of things you do in the studio, and it's just like, oh, we've got like ten minutes to kill. Oh, let's swap instruments. This brilliant idea. Like, but yeah, no. <laughs> uh-huh. So I know it's it's hard with this uh, thing going on, but uh, if you guys played any shows, or or did you play any show before everything got shut down, or? Yeah, our last show was in February, so we had. We had a brilliant, really brilliant summer, like lining up. Do you know what I mean? We're starting to get like two a month um, and stuff like that. A couple of all dayers going on, but since since the lockdown, we've had nothing. Um, last year was a really good year for us, mainly for like the gigs and stuff like that. Um, so it was, it was kind of like a tough one, really. It took us ages to get gigs, but once they came along, they came along like thick and fast. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we'll just get into the stroll of everything, get into the rhythm, and then yeah, right. it's completely hit with this really, right. which kind of sucks. So, so, so what are some it, of the bands you, you played with back then, and and you know maybe give some of the shout outs and yeah. So um, what's this, like, what's the scene so, in London? <laughs> yeah, well it's quite quite a big DIY scene um, and whatnot in London. So we've played with a great punk band called We Punch Tigers. So if you, uh, yeah, they're just brilliant old school punk. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Got that kind of jokiness to them and whatnot. Um, yeah, we love playing live with them. They're brilliant. And there's also like loads of other bands like the Freudian Sessions. Um, yeah, really good to kind of mix that kind of rock and metal as well. A bit like us, which is good. Mm-hmm. Sawteeth. Um, we've played quite a few gigs with Sawteeth. Again, brilliant bunch of lads um, playing sort of like the hardcore punk and that. Um, the lead singer from Sortif as well uh, recorded and produced our first EP as well, mm-hmm. uh, which was which was really cool. Um, Weaponry is another band as well, BKS. So we've played with sort of like all these kind of bands that are sort of like up merging like in the scene at the moment, which is like really good. Um, I think we haven't really played with anyone. I'd say like mainstream or anything like that. We've kind of like. Right. sort of on that underground sort of punk scene and whatnot, yeah, yeah. which has been pretty good. Yeah. So we kind of like hover between like, sometimes we do like a punk punk show, sometimes we do a metal show. Just all depends really and sort of right. one of those, because some of our songs are punk, some of our songs are metal, all depends mm-hmm. what the promoters listen to. 
depends what we throw us into. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, more than anything else. We, we've been on some, like, metal shows where it's, like, first band's gone on, you know, some death metal and stuff like that. And then we've gone on, we've been punk, and then the rest of the bands have been really heavy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> then we've been on other stuff where we've been the heaviest band. So, right. you know, the community and stuff, you know what I mean? It's like really good. It's like really good stuff, really. Uh, anything out of the country or how, how does it work over there for like going to like Europe, the rest of Europe or whatever? I don't know. We've never really looked into it, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, yeah, we've only, the thing is, that as, as this band, we've only done about 11 or 12 shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we haven't got like a massive um, category. I think we sort of like, we can we drive, drive around the country and whatnot, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, what like one, one of the probably the furthest gigs that we've done is like Bristol, which is about, it's only about like two hours away mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. Right. Um, which we supported this, uh, sort of this band um, on their European tour called Free Sergio. Right. Uh, a really good punk rock band, which um, I think they're from Israel, I think. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant punk band. Definitely worth checking out. Um, we, we supported them on their, on their um, show in Bristol. Right. So we tried to get them a London show, but it, it didn't work out, so they asked us to support them in Bristol. So we did. We had like a brilliant time there as well. But yeah, it's just about jumping in the car, driving up somewhere, yeah, doing your thing. Really, that's just pretty much as as far as it goes. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's just so it's just weird. It's so different that you know. One thing I kind of related to is uh, I saw a post from I can't remember who it was, but they were like, it was something like. Someplace, I think it was something about England, but they drive like 40 minutes and they call a biscuit five different things like on the way, you know. They kind of call it different, you know, different terminologies and it's like different culture yeah. for like, you know, 40 minutes or an hour away. So it's, 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 it just seems weird that, you know, America is so big and just like, it's just a different scene where you guys are like more. Yeah, it's just right there. Closer, the everything, everything's right there, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. is, it is like travel-wise and stuff. Right. To be fair, sometimes it takes us long enough to get into London. That's probably like the, the hardest ones. Yeah. We that one show in London, it took us like an hour and a half to get there because the traffic was just mm. yeah. mental. But yeah, definitely, I could imagine over in America. You know what I mean? You could be driving hours, right? You know, certain shows and stuff like that. Right. Where else it's just like, yeah. yeah. It's pretty pretty decent sort of scene knocking around sort of London and just outside. So we haven't really ventured out so far just yet. Anyway, yeah. And society, we only played. We society got mad that a band I was in. We played from like San Diego to San Francisco. We never really made it out of California, but you know, it's still played San Francisco a few times. That's a good four to five hours away. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty trippy. But yeah, like over here, it's like people go to work. Take some two hours to get to work. <laughs> just, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. It's like everybody, so many people is like crazy. All right, you're up. What's your next? So, um, so just I was going to say, describe your music in three words. Uh, I got uh, fast, angry, and energetic. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's always funny, like just like you know hearing what people sort of how to describe their band and stuff like that 
Right. Um, you know, so that's why I thought I'd throw that one in there more than anything else. Yeah, I like uh, the. I like my my favorite thing is um, to say as much as you can in the least amount of time. It's just like I I like like my mo- most favorite music to kind of write is just like to the point and like bam right it's right in your face and here it is like hit you with it right right away <laughs> yeah that's it man because we're because for ages we were going around with the slogan um screamy shouty and rough around the edges and then all of a sudden like it was that kind of thing a lot of people going oh you're kind of hardcore you're kind of punk you're kind of this right. so we did that so we go with the three words hardcore injected punk right so it just sort of like sums us up right perfectly more than, you know <laughs> right it's, a, it's always surprising like what like how would you, how would you describe us like in three words like what would you say about my latest failure uh well yeah i'm pretty much the same fast energetic and not quite as angry uh fast energetic and uh Uh, a tinge of metal. I, it's, I see some, definitely some metal in there. Yeah, so uh, we're on that um, reverb nation. And someone, right. someone described us as um, aggression overload, <laughs> which I thought was um, pretty yeah. cool as well. <laughs> right. right. Just the way that people just throw stuff at you as well. It's just brilliant. Yeah. So, how's it for you guys, social media-wise? Is it uh, is it mainly you doing the everything, yeah. or did you all like take part, or? No, nah, it's pretty it much. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty much me, really. Um, the guy, the other guys are are on there, but um, then you really sort of like share the stuff and mm-hmm. or anything like that. But the majority of the time, it's me, like that's that's doing the social media and that. Um, obviously, Twitter. I'm I'm on there on my own account. Because mm-hmm. I just I thought I couldn't be bothered doing two accounts, but I just stick to that one this time around. Right. Because in, in Instagram, I'm like toggling between the two, my personal right. one and the band one, and then we've got like a band Facebook. But yeah, I, te- I have the tendency of just sort of just throwing the stuff on there, just basically telling people we're still here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, we're yeah. here. We're here. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. Like the other guys, like for example, our, ba- our basis. He drew up a website for us. He's like the technical guy. Do you know what I mean? If you need any of that, that kind of stuff, he's your man for. And, and like I said, our drummer, he shares everything around. He's always like putting our name out there. If we're out and about, he's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we're, we're in this punk band. Do you know what I mean? So we, we all kind of do our own little right, yeah. little bits and bobs. But yeah. generally, yeah, I, I'm, I'm the social man, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, I, I was used to doing everything, so in the other band, yeah, they, they kind of didn't do much. So, uh, and then now I got to do more. <laughs> I'm just doing everything, but it's, it's definitely a challenge trying to do everything yourself. It's just you can't be promoting while you're writing and recording. So it's just like you got to do this one, then you got to do that one, you do this one, do that one. Don't take care. Yeah. 
And I think it's tough, but I think it's it's beneficial though, man. I think yeah. social okay. media definitely is where it gets you. Uh, because like, I think the band, we the first time we went on social media was, I think it was like July 2019. Mm. Um, and then literally a month later, we had someone, uh, Jamie came along and was like, oh, here, looking for a drummer. That's all because of social media. You know, so we try, when, when we were looking for him, we were trying mm. all these websites like Join My Band and stuff like that, weren't right. getting nothing. The second right. we jump onto social media, boom, it was there. Right. You know, and that's where we get most of our interest more than anything else. Mm. Like, like, for example, like, you know, bit, uh, I would have known you if it weren't for social media. Right. And stuff right. like that, you know, I think it's a good source, man. It's where I find all my music these days, to be honest. Definitely. Yeah, it's, I mean, and back in the day, it's, it was, we, we had fanzines, and you found about, found out about people that way through it, too, mm. but this might be a little more personal than, you know, read about somebody in a fanzine and stuff, but this is a different time. Yeah, I should try that, because about a year and a half ago, I tried to get some people together, like, hey, maybe play my stuff out once in a while, and... Nothing really came of it, but yeah, I might put that out there on Twitter. Yeah. So that's good. Anybody in LA? Anybody in LA? <laughs> get back in. You should be surprised what pings up. You'd yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it's weird. The I don't know whether it's the time that you do it or what. Some 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 people say your tweets only really last for like seven or fifteen minutes or something, and then it's just like. Because everybody's they get lost, they get lost it's in the like, and it's just like everybody's and like some some people never see it, but you know sometimes the tweet you don't think is gonna go have reactions, have a bunch of reactions, and then something you're like you say something and you're like I got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> what no, happened? I get that. <laughs> like is it just the bad time? Nobody was there to read it, or is it just, like okay? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I find that I find that I get like like more interaction if I start tweeting something like six seven o'clock at night mm-hmm. um but i suppose a sort of morning for you guys so i don't know if it's that sort of like getting up you guys are checking the social media i don't know it's really strange yeah, yeah uh, i never quite work out what times are best but for me i think a lot of, a bulk i wouldn't say half or a lot, a lot of my uh the people that interact with me i think are in europe so most of my traction comes in the morning because it's it's, it's after work over there. So mm. so pretty much before nine and after three here, I, I, I don't get much. So nah. it's like basically three in the morning to not to, I mean nine in the morning to three in the afternoon is kind of where I found. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. I've always find, always find sort of like for me, yeah. yeah, evening time. Evening time seems to be the best. Yeah. So got, like a lot of the time, well, I'm usually at work, right. so I don't usually go on it anyway. But right. yeah, evening is when I get the best interaction. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's good. Right. I mean, it's the way where it was going now. So, uh, how do you guys how do you guys write your music? Is it do you um. Is it like the guy says, like you say, hey, I got this, I wrote this song, and then the other guy's going to play it? Or 
do you come up with a riff and they go, oh, I got another riff for that? Is it more of a collaboration or? It's a bit, some songs are, some ain't. Sometimes I just walk in there and I just go to the guys, right, got this song, I've got the guitar in for it, and it's done. And then other times, like, our basses will come up with, like, you'll pick up a guitar and come up with a riff. Mm-hmm. And some chords send it over to me and I've said, I've got this. And then I'll start putting lyrics and that over it. And then we sort of just pass it between each other. And then what generally happens is once me and the bassist has something, we'll go in and then we'll go and then go to the drummer. Right, we've got this. And then he'll just start doing his magic. Mm-hmm. And it just comes together. But we've never really had sessions where we just sit down and we all try and do it together. So we'll kind of like started by like one of us. So one of us mm-hmm. are like gets that started at home and then pass it to the other one and then we'll just kind of piece it together like that mm-hmm. but but um generally it's sort of like i'd have lyrics i'd have a kind of a basic guitar go in and then we just work from there right that's that's how we sort of generally do it um you'll find usually our most like complicated intros and that are usually all done by a bassist mm-hmm. <laughs> you usually find i'll come in and be like this is this is this Dun, dun, dun. he'll come in and he'll be like, I want you to play dun, 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 dun. and I'll be like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Can't we keep it basic? <laughs> so you'll know, you know, you, you'll get to know sort of what, what songs I've kind of had a bigger influence than what the bass does, but um, you know what I mean? They all, they, all, they all turn out good in the end, so can't really, can't really complain. Yeah, yeah. All right, your next question. So, um, so what's your favorite My Latest Failure song and why? Um, I think it's Story of the Year. I think it's uh, the lyrics are good and it's a nice, uh, I like the intro. The intro's really cool. You're probably by your basses, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a tricky, it's kind of a tricky intro. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a good song. It's the kind of song that I can sort of, um, well, if you listen to the lyrics, you kind of relate it to this year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what I mean? So obviously I, I wrote it about 2016, mm-hmm. but we have, the guy, me and the guys have joked about changing it and re-recording it for 2020. But yeah, yeah, kind of thing. You, if we do, we do. If we don't, it's always right. going to be there, kind of thing. But yeah, that was like one of our first songs, really, that we ever kind of pieced together. Oh, that's cool. Quite, it was quite funny because I come across the um, one of the original demos for that, and it just mm-hmm. sounds like completely different. We kind of right. like has had a lot of work out, had, had a lot of work over the last year or so. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's always interesting, sort of hearing like you know everyone all has a favourite song, don't they, and stuff like that, right? Um, and stuff like that. Like for you, like your song, um, I love that bacon sign. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's just brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, and who are you as well? Love that song. Cool. Um, and stuff like that, man. So I just like, and twelve years—that's the other one. I'm trying to think of it, really like twelve years as well. Um, it's just funny, like, like when you speak to people who their favourite songs are. Like, I mean, some like this, some like that. It's right. never like sort of one the same either, which is always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely good. Definitely. Um, make it a little lighter. Uh, so what's that's what's like TV like over there? What kind of sh- is there a lot of British shows? Do you like make mainly get British or American stuff or? Do you know what? Netflix. Is this Netflix? <laughs> that, 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 that's what I cast. Netflix. Yeah, like. Netflix. 
that that's literally what what I live off. So I very rarely watch like normal TV. Um, if I watch just like the standard TV, just only get annoyed by the news or something, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, Netflix, Breaking Bad, you know, Dexter, Game of Thrones, all that kind of stuff. Man, love it. Mm. Love love a love a big like blockbuster, you know, kind of over the top kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, right. Yeah, and I also love like. I've got a little flight. I just love these like cartoon things, you know, these sort of like Simpsons, Rick right. and Morty, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff as well. Man. I love all that kind of sort of adult animation, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Right. So, not right. so much Simpsons now. I mean, I get shown on just like right six o'clock. <laughs> I love all that kind of stuff, really. Yeah, in the, in the late 80s, uh, I don't know if you saw. We used to watch the uh, show called The Young Ones. Oh, yeah, The Young Ones. Yeah, yeah. And Benny Hill. That's what we loved over here. Yeah. Good to get some British British humor. And and my wife listens. She she likes to watch a lot of those uh, PBS reruns, some of the old shows over there. And uh, and, uh, from the BBC, we get the BBC Network on cable. She likes watching oh, yeah. some of those shows. Uh, God, I can't even think of any of the shows now. They're kind of like <laughs> detective, detective kind of shows, kind of low-key. Kind of. Oh, yeah, there's a couple knocking around. I know that Luther was, re- Luther was really good. Don't mm-hmm. know if you guys got that over there as well. Obviously, there's always the classics, like Only Fools and Horses. Don't know if you've ever seen that. Mm-mm. Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf's one of my favorites mm. as well. Kind of comedy in space. Do you know what I mean? Two perfect mixes there <laughs> as well. But yeah, the BBC do, they do churn out some really good mm-hmm. some really good stuff. But it's just that kind of thing. Like you can just stream everything now, can't you? Just go on Netflix. Just, mm. It's just there as a thing. So you don't have to sort of go, oh, I've got to get home and watch this. Not anymore. Right. <laughs> Those days are gone. Right. What about you? What shows are big there then? What shows are big? What's worth watching? Um... I really don't watch that much. Uh, where do I watch? Um, right now, the, one of the other channels has a show. I mean, at, at work, at, at break time, I watch TV, and I catch the end of the show. So I started catching up on this one show called Crossing Jordan from the 90s. I don't know. I'm just playing catching up. And then there's, there's a few shows I, I catch and I'm like, oh, well. But now it's cool that some of the other channels play them and you can catch up. They'll play the whole seeds, the whole thing. And we'll just, just record them and just watch the whole, sort of like Netflix, but, you know, just record it on your, record it on your DVR. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what else do we watch? Uh, she was like, there was a show called The Good Doctor and The Residence, kind of doctor shows and stuff like that. It's kind of what we've been been into. Yeah. Not, so, not, uh, Game, of Thrones, not Game of Thrones, man. No, I'm not really a Game of Thrones guy. <laughs> I'm not really a Game of Thrones guy. Never really got, in, like, never got into Mad Men or, or, uh. Uh, what's the zombie one that everybody everybody likes? Oh, The Walking uh, Dead. Walking Dead. Never got into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah started, started watching that. Got to a certain point. It's one of them. They just go on for too long. Yeah. You know that? If, yeah. 
just just end after like five seasons, I'll be perfectly happy. Once you go past there, it's like right tour becomes yeah, a tour there's, after there's, a while, doesn't it? Yeah, there were some shows for like that. There was uh, the Flash. They had a show, you know, about the Flash. Yeah. Yeah. And it was good for a couple seasons until it's just like I think they ruined it because everybody started getting their own powers. You know, he was the Flash, and then okay, this oh this person has this other power. This person has this power. And I'm like, okay, everybody's got a power now. So I'm like, <laughs> well, this kind of defeats the purpose, you know? It's just like the Flash is supposed to be the guy, and then that's it. And it's just like yeah, no, that's it. And then all of a sudden, everyone's got it. You know, like, I okay. watch. <laughs> you know, if everybody's got a power, then nobody's really special. So what's the purpose of watching? <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. I actually watched something similar. Like Arrow. 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 Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Same right. thing with that. Same. Mm-hmm. You know. So whatever you just said about the Flash is exactly what happened in right. Arrow. Yeah, it's you on know. the same. It was on the same channel here. Probably right after it. It was just like, I've seen a couple of those episodes. Yeah, yeah. They had a couple Arrow Flash crossover episodes. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I watched one of them, and then I was just like, oh, it's too much for me now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's enough. <laughs> next, next. <laughs> oh dear. All right. So, uh, Let's talk about bacon then. Let's talk hey. about bacon. There you go. Bacon. Bacon. Here we go. Yes. Everyone loves a bit of bacon. So um, bacon. how do you like your bacon then? I just made some this morning. Mmm. Bacon is good. I like it nice and crispy. Just a couple of the bits get a little bit burned. You get that nice crunchy flavor. Good. Yeah. Was that like a streaky bacon? Hmm. Is that streaky? A streaky bacon or? Maybe a streaky bacon. Yeah, I see. We have different types. That's probably yeah. why. Yeah, we've got like the streaky bacon, which is kind of like you've got the fat running down, sort of mm-hmm. running down it. You've got the bacon back as well. I think it's called. It's mm. like a big medallion bit with the. That's the mm-hmm. most common one I think over here. Is the um, bacon back? I think they call it. Hmm. So we just sort of, well, I usually fry it off. Like I said, let the let it burn around. That's so the fat gets all crispy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, we just get the like thin strips. Yeah, you gotta love bacon. Go mm-hmm. in the sandwich. It's, it sounds crispy actually. Yeah, bacon, lettuce, tomato. This morning I had it with some eggs. But I just, I just thought of when I was making it. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a video. And then have tack on my bacon time at the end. <laughs> Get some tips for cooking bacon. Maybe somebody will like it. And I've been trying to get somebody to. I tweeted a, a couple of bacon places my song and um, you know, like Smithfield or something. Bacon, yeah. bacon manufacturer. Like maybe they'll uh, come across it and want to use it in their advertisements. So oh, I can make br- lots of money, man. That would be brilliant. <laughs> I'm like, come that on, that come on, people! I got a bacon <laughs> song here. To be fair, the songs in my head when I'm cooking bacon. I had a bacon and egg sandwich this morning, and like as soon as you start cooking the bacon, it's there. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The well, the the I just came across a tip that uh, a few years ago, I think it was you know in your news feed or something, 
you know, you're cooking bacon the wrong way. And like, okay, yeah, let me check this out, you know. <laughs> but it, it, it seemed to work that most, we get the thin strip bacon, and most of the time it's like splattering all over the place. So what that, their, their tip was to um, put a, just cover the bottom of the pan just lightly with water. And it doesn't, it kind of, I guess it kind of boils it first. Okay. And then once the water gets off, you know, and it kind of dissipates the fat and it doesn't splatter all over the place. Because it used to be the stove was just full of just grease. Yeah, it fat everywhere, it? But ever since this, it's, it's been, at least, you know, down to like 10 to 15 percent of what it was. I mean, there's a little splatter. So that's the way I've been yeah. cooking it. And you cook it on medium for a while and you cook it a little bit slow. And it's just, it takes takes practice because each pan's different and you get a new pan and you're like oh yeah that's the gotta, worst gotta, gotta learn how to cook the bacon a different way and you're like i need to go high i need to go low but you know because i cook it in two different pans and you're like one pan you got to cook it on three and the other one you got to cook it on five and you're like <laughs> kind of trying to match them go back and forth turning it back and forth <laughs> it's funny how everyone does it because usually i just hit my pan on Mm-hmm. Slap it on high. Once mm-hmm. the pan, like you get that fill, you know, it's hot. I just slap the bacon on, and away you go. Boom! Like a couple of minutes is done. Mm. Done, dusted, and crispy. It's funny how like so many people have different techniques for it. I know. It's yeah. Unbelievable. Right, and everybody's is right. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> it's of like, course. <laughs> yeah, it's just like <laughs> my way is the way to go. That's it. <laughs> as long as it tastes nice, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I'm a sucker for watching those things. Do you know that whenever I'm on Facebook, when you're scrolling down, and mm-hmm. you to do food, it's just like you just end up watching it. <laughs> do you know that? It's, it, I'm telling you, it's like the same with cheese as well. Whenever I see anything pop up with cheese, I just got to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's the cuisine in uh, in England? You get, uh, I know, in America, it's like everything. We get, like, Chinese, Italian, Mexican, and all kinds of stuff. It's pretty much the same here, really. Yeah. If you're going for a takeout, 100%. Yeah. Like, at home, I'll probably it's more like potatoes, rice, chicken, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, mate, just knocking off somebody there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of stuff, really. So if, if I'm at home, then it'll be uh, mainly chicken. Um, but yeah, we have all kinds of takeouts, Sam. Man, Chinese, Indian. Do you get much Indian? Food? Yeah, we got Indian Zine over there. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's quite popular. A lot of chicken places as well, like fried chicken and stuff. Mm-hmm. McDonald's, of course. Everyone has that, don't they? Right, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, literally, can only walk like a mile before there's another McDonald's. <laughs> like everywhere, but yeah, if I said like I had favourites, like I love Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, huh? like, I think it's got to be like Mexican food and also I love stuff like chicken wings mm-hmm. that, like chicken wings, mac and cheese burgers, that kind of stuff love it definitely, so, definitely. what about you, do you have sort of favourite cuisine or no I, I I I like everything most of everything no, I'm not everything, everything but like, it's one day it's Mexican, next day it's Italian next day it's Polish, next day it's German, next day it's, you know, pizza, you know, yeah, just, just, just everything. 
everything yeah, it's, it's so, so much so much out there now isn't it? it's unbelievable filipino, chinese filipino chinese it's like everything yeah i can That's imagine right. there's a bit more of a selection where you are 100 never had filipino food ever right right be. i can imagine if it was here 100 percent. i'm all about right. trying new food right <laughs> 100%. Yeah, it's, a, it's a lot like Chinese. It's, it's a little different, but it's a lot like Chinese. Uh, get, a little, get a little pub grub, like pies, chips. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of fish and chips <laughs> as well, 100%. But it's the same stuff, really. Same stuff over and over. Like I said, yeah. a lot of, lot, lot of KFC and McDonald's. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. probably like, they're everywhere, those sort of places. Mm-hmm. kind of thing you because i literally i live i live like just off our like sort of a high street and like it's just full of them and kebabs donna kebabs and all right, that kind yeah. of stuff as well yeah, yeah. sort of yeah. stuff after a few drinks <laughs> <laughs> on the way home <laughs> yeah yeah because uh, all this stuff after i talked a few weeks ago to agency panic we were talking about different stuff i'm like i wonder i just wondered about they, you know, they said, you know, you should come out to Ireland, and I'm like, oh, I never even thought of it. And now I'm like, eh, that might be kind of cool to go to Ireland. You know, I guess if you don't know anybody, you're like, oh, why would I go to Ireland? But now, now you like, you meet a Twitter friend, and you're like, hey, that'd be cool to go to Ireland and learn learn different things. And I'm like, well, shoot, what do they have there? <laughs> so I think, well, I know, same thing with England. I'm like, well, what do they have there? It's like, what about like fruits and vegetables and stuff like? We we get like all kinds like is it just get everything's imported like I think it's yeah. a might be a different world because everything could now it's like everything's grown everywhere and it's just shipped everywhere. Yeah, like, I think the main main ones is like apples, bananas, strawberries. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, oranges seem to be a fan favorite in my household. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Nothing really. You know what I mean, you get the old sort of grapes as well as another big one as well yeah but it's is, that kind of it's that kind of stuff really raspberries it's that kind of is it like based. do they grow them in england or is it all important uh, i think a lot of it's imported to be honest yeah yeah, yeah i've never really checked just run yeah. a lemonade just go to the supermarket <laughs> throw it all in that would yeah be it. <laughs> yeah yeah i can imagine like stuff like bananas or that are probably like imported in right. um Probably like straw, like strawberry, strawberries, raspberries, and that are probably localish mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it's all supermarkets now, man. Don't really yeah. get. Oh yeah. All kind of like you go there, it's just whatever they've whatever they've got. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the standard stuff. Nothing too, nothing too fruity. <laughs> standard, standard fruit and veg. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, America's got so many farms all over the place. So big. My dad, my my dad's family had had a farm from him. He used to go to his uncles and stuff and just farm and big cornfields and beans and all that stuff. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Just I was just curious about other countries and what you know what they grow in England. I don't even know. Yeah, they can like carrots as well, like carrots and mm-hmm. green beans and stuff like that. We do do corn now. I did um. Sort of like vegetable picking not long ago actually like i think it's only like last week my daughter 
like yeah it's just that kind of stuff really i think we've got some like carrots mm-hmm. some corn green beans onions that kind of stuff really nothing too exotic <laughs> well not to us anyway <laughs> that's cool mate all right mate what's your so, next one? Wh- what's next for you then just more stuff more bacon more bacon <laughs> eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, just um, uh, got the, my friend Pharmacide, we're doing a collaboration. He sent me the drums and I'm working on the, um, working on the guitars. I got one, one guitar and the bass down. I'm going to work on the other guitar today probably and hopefully tweak it up and do the vocals. I got a color couple ideas for some collaborations i'm working oh, on nice. and just writing more music just writing more music whenever i get a chance or whenever i can not be tired a lot of times i just come home from work and it's just <laughs> like i'm <laughs> beat and sit there and watch a little tv to relax i'm like i'll oh, just relax for a little bit and then i'll get up but i end up relaxing and it's waking up at 11 o'clock at night what the hell happened (laughs) i just laid down for a second and it's like three hours later and then you go to bed and then you're like damn i can't go to sleep well i just got i just three hours on the couch (laughs) can't get much work done there but other than that working on the yard and the house and the cars and try to keep at it Keeping out, eh? Keeping out of trouble. I uh, always, always got stuff in my head and on paper, and whenever I pick up a guitar, get riffs down. I just have to match them up. That's always what's up. That's good, man. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, it'd be, it's good if you like collaborate with people as well, isn't it? How does that work? You get people to send stuff to you, and yeah, you um, got an idea, and then just send it to them, and they go, "Are you interested in this?" Yeah. Um, I had an idea for doing something with Vince, and then uh, I kind of had this metalish thing because he's more into little metal, more metal or thing. So, so I uh, I had most of it pretty much down, and I just sent it to him, and then he did the drums. He's seeing he sent me. Is this good? Is that good? You like this? You know, he was gonna try things. I'm like, oh yeah, that's good, and then. Then he finally sent me the the final tracks and then just working with it. Nice. And then another one where I'm trying out with um with John Warwick. I sent him just some uh like a verse and a chorus music and some half lyrics. It's kind of kind of experimenting. Then it's just I'm like send me something that you think would go after it and he added some lyrics to it and i thought it was really cool and then and he's releasing some stuff so he's kind of working on it too so i'm still waiting for nice. waiting for stuff just experimenting to see how it's going to come out <laughs> yeah that's it exactly so we'll see what happens it's collaboration album yeah uh that's kind of what i was thinking there's like a couple other people i was thinking doing like an ep just uh 
complete collaboration EP. So we'll see how that works out. Nice. Something I have good to look forward to then, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. This is fun. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, 100%. Talking to somebody in London. I freaking can't believe it. <laughs> like, this is amazing. This is like pretty wild. Never in my wildest dreams. Talked to somebody in Ireland a couple weeks ago and come a couple in London this week. And talking to, uh, I think, Wild Horse next week. So it's pretty wild. Nice. That's no, been good, man. Been good. Glad you invited me to this. Brilliant. Oh, thanks. Yeah, uh, well, my wife was asking me, and she was, what's everybody like about it? And I'm like, I don't know. It, just, it seems like. I just had this idea and said, oh, let's try this thing. But it seems like a lot of the bands and everything likes the idea. So well, what do you like about it? No, I just like that, like, you know, that the fact you're just sort of getting the conversation going. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I've learned stuff about you. You've learned stuff about me, and, yeah. you know, at the same time. I always saw, I've, been, I've been on Twitter for like 11 years or so. So I've been sort of talking to you in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. But like, when you're on Twitter, it's about the music in it right. you know what i mean it's, right. uh and stuff like that well this is just a bit more getting to know getting to know you a bit more would be yeah. good. I, I i appreciate it i love it it's fun i like getting to you know you just like all these faceless people kind of on twitter it's like oh this guy's texting me or we're twittering me and retweeting and supporting my stuff i'm like well it's it's really fun to meet meet everybody yeah, no, 100%. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, that's all right, mate. All right, enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, you too.